0: Welcome to Creating Synergy, where we explore what it takes to transform. Whether you are transforming yourself, your team, your business, or your community, we'll connect you with insightful and challenging leaders who share their stories of successful transformations to give you practical ideas for your own journey. Join us for another insightful episode of Creating Synergy. So welcome to episode three of creating synergy today we have a really great guest of ours he's also a someone who does a lot of work with us andrew ferguson his name is but more commonly known as ferg he's really only andrew to his mother and the tax office is what is what is written here which is great so ferg is a communications specialist with over 20 years of experience as a writer and an editor, designing and implementing business information solutions for clients in a range, wide range of industries. Uh, this is including writing policies, procedures, preparing tenders, proposals, developing and and de- developing and delivering training. He may also be familiar to some listeners around Adelaide as a singer-slash-storyteller Fergus Maximus and is the storyteller part of the description that we're going to talk about today. We're really, really interested in hearing how your brain works, number one. <laughs> and um, and yeah, just the, the art of storytelling and how we can hmm. actually train and educate people and really help people through programs, training, software, whatever it might be. Yeah. Uh, through the art of training and, and not only, even from an influence perspective, the art mm. of storytelling and getting Absolutely. some ideas across. So, welcome. Thank you. Thank it's you. good to be here. Thanks, Dan. Excellent. So, we'll start off with the first question. How would you describe storytelling in simple terms?
1: The simplest way is it's to do with a fundamental human condition. We want to know what happens next. Yeah. We have this hunger for narrative and we want to know what happens next. This is why... Home and Away still exists because even though it's predictable you still want to know what happens next Mm -hmm. and people tune in every night to find out what happens next even though the ads tell them (laughs) before they get there
0: well given current events right now we absolutely want to know what's coming next the world's gone into panic
1: that's right so we storytelling is about finding out what happens next and telling it and ideally telling it in an engaging way
0: yeah when you say engaging what's engaging
1: if people are going to listen to a story, then they need to care about the outcome. Um, mm. So, the so for it to be engaging, they need to feel as though they have some investment in it. That mm. They're emotionally invested because they've they've met this character, and this character has some meaning for them, or maybe represents some hope that they have. And uh, and so, what happens to that character matters. If what happens to that character doesn't matter, they're not going to listen to the end of the story. They don't care what happens next.
0: So, Joseph Campbell's heroes with a thousand, yeah, yep. heroes with a thousand, yeah. It, it, there's a general theme to all stories. Are you sort of aligned with that way of thinking?
1: The yeah, that's the um, you know, there's there's seven basic plots in the yeah. in the universe and everything fits into those.
0: So what are those basic plots?
1: Yeah, well I happen to have brought that just oh, in case well, you asked that you. question. <laughs>
0: that wasn't planned, by the way.
1: No. Um, I was just thinking about it this <laughs> afternoon. Uh, so the the general categories into which all plots can be placed if you believe the that narrative. Yeah. They're overcoming the monster. So, you know, your protagonist has to defeat some evil. Yeah covid-19. Uh, indeed. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the current narrative. Absolutely. Uh the rags to riches story. Yeah. So, you know, you you've come from nothing, you you end up with uh being wealthy and usually along the way you lose it and get it back. There's the quest where you have to go and achieve some goal. Yeah. Uh, there's the the voyage and return. So you go somewhere and your experiences somehow change you and when you come back you've learned something from that from that voyage. There's what uh what they call comedy it's it's a happy ending story yeah so it doesn't have to necessarily be funny to fit into that category so a lot, most, most romances fall into that category it's the the story with the happy ending and then there's the tragedy which is kind of the other side of that which is the story with the sad ending yeah and uh and the characters are we we care about them enough to care that they have a bad ending um, and the last one is the rebirth. So there's some transformational event in someone's life, and they're transformed and changed. So those are the basic ideas of plots. That that stuff all comes out of uh, Jungian psychology, mm-hmm. which was really trendy when they wrote that book. It's now kind of out of favor these yeah. days. So yeah.
0: it's a hard read.
1: Yeah, it's, and and good. so the idea that that there are only those seven things is you know yeah you can argue with that, but it's it's a useful we, framework. as you were
0: reading through them, you could basically pick off every book you, or movie you've ever read and yeah. you know the tragedy shakespeare for example yeah. And, yeah. Uh, the journey the alchemist or something like that so there was the hobbit yeah the hobbit exactly yeah um, which might be a quest i don't know yeah or, it, yeah, yeah. yeah everything
1: falls into those general categories people can quibble and argue about it but i i think it's useful way of thinking <laughs>
0: It's a good framework, anyway. Yeah, you, that's right. If you and when ever you ever want to write a story or tell exactly. a story, you, you, you work on one of those sort of themes.
1: And and because of that, storytelling in business needs to recognize and understand those kinds of things. What kind of story am I telling? You know, that's mm-hmm. the uh, fundamental question before you start telling this story that you have to ask yourself what, what are we trying to say? So there's a, um, I was reading an article on Forbes which talked about some key key aspects of storytelling and they I, I really liked the parameters that they set out you when you when you're going to start to tell your story who's telling the story why is the story being told when and where is it taking place who are the people in the story what are the people trying to achieve and what challenges are they facing those like you need to let information in order for a story deck mm-hmm. be meaningful storytelling in business is a really trendy thing or It it may have actually reached its climax and we may be just coming down the other side of it and people are saying, you know, storytelling is not as cool as it was last year. But it's, it's actually, it's a really powerful thing in a whole variety of contexts. So people use it. One of the key elements in storytelling in business is for a leader who has a vision to try and communicate that vision to the team and get them involved and get them to grab a hold of that and come with them. And so
0: inspirational yeah
1: and so telling telling a story in such a way that people buy into it and they they want to be part of what happens next that's that's one of the functions of storytelling in business one of the other functions is around Well,
0: that's sorry just on that that's that's purpose isn't it really it's if you can sell the purpose of the business you can get people on board what yeah and um and you can actually really achieve some great results. That's absolutely.
1: Yeah. No, it's it, it's an incredibly powerful tool. Mm. And I think that the people who discount it are missing the point. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because it it works. It it matters and it works. Oh, absolutely. One of the other reasons that people use story is for marketing. So it's okay, well how how can we how can we tell a story about our business and so that our customers they 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 respond to it. They they relate to it, and there are a lot of different ways of doing that. But ultimately, to boil down to you know this thing, what are the challenges that are being faced? So if we're writing a story about our customer, we have to think about them. It's actually the story is not about us as a company. It's about the customer. What are the challenges that they're facing, and how is it that what we do, what we make, what we produce, can help meet their need, can help solve their problem? That's yeah, fun, fundamental to using story in, in that context.
0: Yeah. So would you say that these are some of the benefits? Like, obviously, business, there is benefit yeah, in sure. storytelling, as you just yeah, pointed yeah. out. Is there, well, because you're, you're into the music, you're, you're, sure. you're in the muso, right? So yeah. you play every weekend, you're a writer, you're a storyteller. In all your music that you write, because you do poetry as well? Uh, some, yeah. Some, yeah do you always aim to tell the story like do you use these seven sort of yeah
1: not not consciously but yes probably yeah. all of the yeah every, everything's about narrative as far as my songwriting's is concerned uh, it's all about telling a story like what and and songs usually come out of a question for me so i you know one of my favorite stories that. I was on my way to work one day and I saw this woman racing down the street really fast but she was hobbling because she had something in her shoe and she she stopped and tried to get it out but she didn't have time so she just hobbled down the street. I never saw her again. But I wondered why she was in such a hurry that she couldn't stop to get whatever it was out of her shoe. Yeah, And and so I wrote a song to try and find out the answer. <laughs> um, so I, have, I I would never recognise her if I saw her again. No. Um, but now I have this story that's about some woman inspired by that one uh, and and her experience and why why she can't stop.
0: How present are you in that moment to notice that? That's
1: amazing. Mm, it, yes, it's very much a... <laughs> that's what's my Instagram handle says, I notice things. <laughs>
0: well, absolutely. Uh, that's, um, that's amazing. You, people are going about their daily lives worrying about how much pasta and toilet paper that they can buy and you're Indeed. noticing someone having probably a little pebble in their shoe. That's, a, yeah. that's, that's fascinating.
1: The world is fascinating and everywhere we go, there's there's things that are worth being interested in.
0: It, it makes you wonder how much you're potentially missing out on by not being absolutely present in the moment.
1: Totally. There's um a myriad of things yeah. that we miss out on because we're not paying
0: attention. So benefits of storytelling for people, is it a way of influence? Is it a way of getting a point across, getting people on board? Absolutely. What do you feel are the key benefits of storytelling?
1: If you can tell a story in such a way that people want to know what happens, then you've got their attention and they will keep listening to what you've got to say. So whatever the message is that you're trying to communicate, if you frame it in such a way that it's it's a story, they'll they'll listen. They want to know So you keep people's attention. That's one of the key benefits.
0: So so is there any tricks to keeping people's attention?
1: Yes, I guess there are. Terry Pratchett's one of my favourite novelists and I remember someone asked him if he had any, uh, you know, what are the messages in his work? He said at the bottom of every page there's a hidden message and the message is read the next page and at the end of every book there's a message and the the, the, the message at the end of the book is buy my next book. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like the messages are not necessarily clever but the, the 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 idea of writing is in such a way that you get to the end of the page and you want to know what happens next mm-hmm. so you read the next page you mm-hmm. get to the end of the book and you want the next story because that was great you and, feel
0: your heart starting to pump in some yeah. of the stories and, yeah, it's exciting.
1: so when you're talking like even in a business context we story is a really valuable tool for helping to communicate ideas for helping to communicate Information. If you've got a presentation that you're doing to a group of people, you could give them a chart that shows them all the details, or you could tell them a story that is illustrated by the tar- mm. chart, and the um, they will remember the story. They won't remember the chart. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they might remember the chart because of the story, but it's it's only the story that's actually going to grab their attention. Well,
0: because the story is repeatable, isn't it? They yeah. can then go and. They Educate go, others on the same sort exactly, of uh, exactly. theme that, that the is based around. Hmm,
1: that's right. And uh, it's one of the glorious things about stories. They're changing the telling. Yeah. And so, I mean, historically, human beings, we've gathered around campfires and we've the, the story's been told. And the same story would be told over and over and over and over again. And it grows and develops with the telling. So, I mean, we've got the stories written down of the uh, the the Iliad and the Odyssey mm-hmm. but those stories every village storyteller knew those stories yeah. and would tell them with his or her own flavor mm. and you'd end up you know people would gather big around the ones who told better sto- <laughs> yeah. told the story better yeah. it wasn't so it wasn't actually th- this is and this is why romantic comedies work it doesn't matter if you know what the ending is going to be because if the story is told well you want to listen yeah and so it's a romantic comedy we know that they're going to end up together um, and if they don't then that's a surprise but actually it's going to be for the best so we know there's going to be a happy ending of some description but we don't care because the story is engaging well, there's and we want laughter to know. and fun on the yeah, way that's yeah that's right and so the you know we're listening to so that becomes the about story the of the story it. of Hercules and you know how he got captured and then he escaped and all that sort of stuff and I know this story because last year at the same time, under this full moon festival or whatever it was, we heard the same story. And it was a different storyteller telling it because it was the travelling one who came from village to village. But uh, now I'm interested to hear how you tell the story. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's no different to watching the same movie twice, is yeah. it really? Or three times? Or-, or the remake of the movie. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> or in my case, if it's Back to the Future or something, I've watched it 20,000 times. So. <laughs> that's right. In the world that we are at the moment, yeah, crazy times, the panic is sort of set in yes. and potentially people telling them themselves their own stories. Mm. What benefit can storytelling be of to the people right now?
1: Mm. That's that's a really useful one because actually one of the things I didn't talk about is the role of story in our own psychological well-being. We tell ourselves stories all the time. I'm too fat. I'm not tall enough. I, you know, my hair is too short, whatever. Mm. We're constantly telling ourselves stories and then we act in response to those stories. So our, our behaviour actually gets impacted by the stories that we tell ourselves. Claire Bowditch just released her first book at uh, the end of last year and it's it's called Your Own Kind of Girl. It's a brilliant story. It's her story and uh, she talks about this idea of the stories that we tell ourselves and the fact that actually we need to start telling better stories because mm. um, the stories that we believe about ourselves are often not true. And so we... It's based on one perception. Yeah. Yeah. Well and a skewed perception. Correct. Too. Yeah. And, so, more,
0: and and possibly a more harsh mm,
1: yeah. Perception. Yeah. That's yeah. right. So this this aspect of the stories that we tell ourselves is actually really important now because there's 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 the the truth is that the shelf in the supermarket it doesn't have the stuff on it that it had yesterday or two weeks ago. So what's the story that we're going to tell ourselves in response to that? Are we going to say that's a disaster and my life is at an end and I, you know and, I, and there's nothing I can do and I'm helpless? Or are we going to say okay well maybe this is this is about resilience and about the community pulling together and helping each other and working together and finding solutions to these things? We the same fact doesn't have to have necessarily a dismal outcome if the story that we're telling ourselves about it is different. So stories used often in um, in narrative therapy with the psychologists and the, the idea that the way that I respond to certain situations could change if I reinforce a different story about the way that I respond.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm reading a book at the moment called The Obstacle is the Way mm. by Ryan Holiday. Have you mm-hmm. read that one? No. No. And so, it's a story of uh, overcoming adversity, really. Yes. So, very relevant in, mm. in today's today's current events. But um, it's more of every example and story that he tells to sort of uh, emphasize his point is based on perception. Yeah. Every, every person, whether it was uh, Ulysses S. Grant or whether it was Steve Jobs, whoever it might be who he discusses, mm. it's about in that moment, the story that they told themselves to yes. then overcome that problem. Yeah. Uh, and it's powerful. Mm. It's powerful. When you're telling yourself the wrong story, the chances are yeah. that everything will go with that. If the, So, yeah, it is very important. And,
1: and as an organization, that, that happens too. So, we, um, what's the story that we're telling ourselves as an organization or that we're telling about ourselves as an organization? And mm. it may, it's often not spoken, yeah. but, but we act as though... Uh, we are disorganized we are um we're slow to respond to drama or we don't communicate these 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 are the unspoken stories yeah the unspoken stories about how we perceive our our business and actually maybe they're not true maybe they're based on some examples of historical historical examples where they happened but it actually doesn't characterize the organization as a whole and finding a way for the organization to actually recognize oh no actually that's not who we are or or it's certainly not who we want to be this is who we want to be Mm. and telling that different story as an organization we change management this is what we do absolutely finding ways to help people understand okay well these are the things that have been happening and we acknowledge them we don't don't uh, deny the truth of them, but we say, okay, well, this new way is how we want to be mm-hmm. as an organisation. What can we do to work towards that? Refocusing. One of, one of the key elements of dealing with toddlers um, is redirection. Yeah, um, and so toddler is upset because the toy is broken or the food is spilled or whatever it is and uh, my wife is an expert at this she she's a speech pathologist she works with kids all the time and uh, she would just Talk about something else, yeah. and suddenly she'd be talking about the teddy bear or the whatever, yeah, and suddenly yeah. the child's attention is taken away from whatever it was that it was obsessing about. We just—it's
0: dis- a disruptor, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it
1: is. And so this toddlers and. Um, business is not that different. We need to learn to refocus and allow absolutely. ourselves to be refocused.
0: Well, I think it's very relevant for us as a business right now and mm. without going into it too much is that there's some challenging times ahead. Yeah, we, need to, we need to refocus and figure out ways that, of the new world. I mean, that's, yeah. I think every business is going through yeah, the same sort of right. yes. how are we going to work. In this virtual world, how are we going to manage the people yes. who are not near us, you know? Yeah. So, these are all sort of difficult um, things. So, we, we need to now, yeah, focus and, and change, That's our, right. change our stories.
1: Yeah, because yeah. there's no point howling over the spilt the toy, spilt, yeah, <laughs> broken exactly. milk, whatever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what would you say are some of the challenges that people face when trying to... Sort- you mentioned before the people are around the campfire one year they heard the stories of Hercules and they listened in the next year they heard it and they're probably more engaged from a different storyteller. So, there are some really bad storytellers. Or when I say bad, less effective storytellers <laughs> yeah, and yeah, there's absolutely. some really effective storytellers. What are the challenges of telling a story and actually helping people understand the message?
1: One, one of the challenges in the business world is actually getting people to recognize the value, value in it. Value, and so... Yeah. You know, it's it. It doesn't come with numbers attached to it that mm. you can uh, you can't measure it in the same way. Or well, what's the impact of that? The metrics do come over time if you can you know, change management. It's like that. You know, mm. if you can find ways to help the help a company reorient itself and become better at what they do, better and and a, a better place way. to work and yeah, a, and and all of those sorts of things. Then you, the the other metrics follow. But the actual like it's a bit soft and fuzzy around the edges when you're doing it. Yeah. yeah, storytelling's kind of like that. People go, oh, yeah, but what are you doing? You're just telling stories. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm telling stories because actually it helps change behavior. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling stories because it helps us connect with our customers and partially it helps us to think about our customers as more than just numbers because if we're thinking about our customers as humans who have – concerns and issues and thinking about ourselves as someone who might be able to help our customers with those concerns and issues we're reframing the relationship yeah. between the business and the customer um, because customers and businesses need each other mm. it's, it's you know customers can be inconvenient um, but if we don't have customers we don't have businesses yeah and what's <laughs>
0: often forgotten by businesses that they need to understand that their customers are humans really yeah, absolutely it's, it's such a forgotten art, and mm. I don't yeah oh and it's
1: also businesses tend to forget that their employees are humans too absolutely um, and that we as humans like we need to learn how to interact as humans yeah. um rather than as cogs in a machine, and the um the idea that that we are just cogs in a machine is um unhelpful to the uh to the health of the organization.
0: If you could give some advice to the people listening and me, especially because <laughs> uh, who, are, who are facing a state of uncertainty right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I guess advice on how to handle that and how, what's, you know, we're talking about the stories that we're telling ourselves. Mm. What, what advice regarding storytelling would you give to people right now?
1: Um, I think the the most important one is to actually be, genuine to mm. be authentic to be honest and to be real at a time like this when people are genuinely afraid we can't pretend that they're not mm. and there's no point pretending and just telling them, you know just suck it up and you know get on with that uh, i've got friends who've lost their entire income for the whole year they, they have nothing in front of them um there's no no point saying oh well, you'll be right <laughs> yeah he's not gonna be right i don't know how he's gonna what's gonna happen but so we've gotta be honest we have gotta be real and acknowledge that people are feeling af- afraid and feeling totally out of control in in our businesses people are feeling dislocated and uncertain and the this is we we have to be truthful about that but we don't have to we we don't stop there no. uh because there are there are things we can do, and there we, are possibilities. We are, in, we are and, in
0: the middle of one of those events. We exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We're we're in the middle of the big of the crazy part of the story. Correct. And you know, maybe maybe we're in the story, the Rags to riches story, where we've just lost it all again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, There's, yeah, there's my. It's children, not the end of the story. <laughs> I, I love I love children's <laughs> movies because the, my my two children watch all the cartoons, Disney stuff, whatever. But there's that movie Sing. I'm not sure if you've ever seen it. It's, you should. But you're a you should watch that one. Sing is about uh, this koala, but he goes on this s- story, and he and he says this comment, which is stuck with me. And the beauty, he said, it, the comment is the beauty about rock bottom is that there there is only one way, and it's up. <laughs> and so it just yeah. it's just such a positive mm. viewpoint mm. on on everything that was happening in his life, and the world was crashing around him. And it's like, well, you know. It's the is it is what it is. Comment, I guess, and you yeah. just got to keep moving. And you can't that's give right. Up.
1: Uh, and and we will get through it yeah. somehow. And and our communities will. And and eventually we'll be stronger for it. Mm. Eventually.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it is a hard time, and I think being empathetic with people who are going through this time, mm. I mean, you don't necessarily need to give them advice or show an example of where you're suffering too. It's just no. about. You know, right now the problem is you can't even put your arm around them and <laughs> and, uh, and comfort them in this time as well. That's but it's right. it's uh, the, with this social distancing, distancing. It should be more. We, yeah. we we're talking about it. it should be physical distancing, not social distancing. <laughs> because we yes. still want to yeah. keep to connection. engage as, as yeah, humans. Yeah, absolutely.
1: You're asking for some advice. One of the um, the people that I follow is a guy called Michael Magolas. His organisation is called Get Storied. And uh, in recent email um, around this whole issue, he, he one of the things he said, everyone is a leader. While you may feel like you're carrying the world on your shoulders, this is a time to create space for everyone around you to lead alongside you. I continue to be amazed by how people on my team and in my life are stepping up in response to the heed, the call, the invitation. Our response to COVID-19 is an opportunity to democratise and distribute leadership. I'm learning to trust my people and myself and give up control in ways I never have before
0: spot
1: on yeah he's great i like him a lot um i just wrote it down <laughs> yeah i'd, I'd yeah i I'd recommend his stuff he's he's good value great um storytelling he, he's in the change sphere as well so um you, you guys would align yeah we can each of us has got an opportunity to be an influence to someone else and if that's just i sat down with my son last night and we talked about <laughs> we talked about disease vectors and we talked um, yeah. about you know but uh, you know talked about symptoms and uh, these are these are the symptoms someone that you know is sick they've got a runny nose they're really really unlikely to have covid-19 you know <laughs> it's very very low on the it's an understanding list understanding as well it's yeah, edu- educating that's right. yourself so,
0: getting the facts which yeah yeah actually getting decent people.
1: information but we can we can help people to to maintain a positive attitude we can encourage people to to get good information and to do the sensible things wash your hands use your cover your face when you sneeze
0: do the right thing yeah
1: that's right um, we all know what we need to do yeah, yeah. I, was, <laughs> I saw a tweet the other day from uh i think it was titus o'reilly's an australian comedian <laughs> <Titus>. he's great <laughs> he, he said something i never thought i'd see Men in a uh, hotel bathroom washing their hands.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. So moving into the last question before we go the rapid fire, can you just give two practical tips for our listeners that they might be able to take away and build some stories around? The,
1: the point of the story is the important thing. Mm. So why am I telling you a story? Because yeah. if I don't know that, then the story is not going to be very interesting. Yeah. So if I'm telling you a story because I want you to grab hold of an idea the the vision that we're casting for the business i want you to grab a hold of that and get behind it then the story needs to needs to appeal to that part of the human being that's listening as a something that they actually aspire to
0: so understanding your audience is a
1: absolutely point. yeah, yeah you got to know who you're writing for mm. um, and you have to pitch the story for your audience mm. if you're talking to your 4 year old you tell a story that's in language they that they to, understand yeah, if you're talking to uh, to a bunch of university professors then you pitch your story at a level that makes sense to them um, and doesn't condescend you want to you, you want to know your audience you so you got to understand what it is that you want to say who you're saying it to and then structure it in a way that you actually get your point across but you use the, um, the narrative vehicle exactly as that it's yeah. just a vehicle it's not it's not an end in itself I'm not trying to write a story because the story is the thing. I'm trying to write a story because I have something that I want to communicate. There's an underlying message, there. yeah. There's a message that I want to communicate, and maybe it's as simple as Terry Pratchett's, you know, buy my next book. Yeah. Um, but in in a business context, it's it's usually it's we need to change the way we're doing things, and this is the goal, and this is what we're aiming for, and um and so I'm telling a story about that, um or if it's to do with my customers, we've been observing the marketplace, and we can see that people are really struggling with this and actually that's something we're really good at and so we want to um, find ways that we can help you with that because we can actually make your life better
0: yeah add value
1: mm, that's right so I'm not sure if that's two but that's close enough
0: that's good enough that's, <laughs> that's uh, it's definitely yeah it's definitely going to be helpful for our listeners which is great so I'm going to finish off now with some rapid fire questions sure. I'm going to pick out of these I'm not going to ask them all so so the first one would be if you could put something on a t-shirt
1: or a bumper sticker, what would it say? <laughs> um, oh, goodness. I My favorite t-shirt that I ever saw that I never bought, um, I would like to bring that one back. It said, The Internet, instant answers to your stupid questions. Beautiful.
0: Love it. Good job. Next one, if you, being in the music industry, this one's fit for purpose. If you have a... If you could choose a soundtrack or a song for your life, what oh, would goodness. that be? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like to think about these kinds of questions. <laughs> um, Rapid fire. Yeah, that's right. A soundtrack to my life. It would probably end up being uh, The Joshua Tree <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> by you 2 because I just love that album so much. Yeah. Uh, and it has been a soundtrack to my life. You, you, um, the first know. thing that came into my head is actually a song by... Um, band from Boston called Gusta and the song's called Amsterdam and I love it because it's so totally different to anything I could ever write yeah it, I've got a special edition of that album and they had a the original scratch vocal on this thing oh, wow. and the store and in in that it was just random words thrown <laughs> on the page that all sounded interesting it's and
0: like stairway to heaven led zeppelin and there's it? no there's, yeah.
1: there's no coherent thread to yeah. it and i could not write a song like that there is a story in the actual song when they once he sat down and figured it out but like to to write a song that didn't have any story to start with i don't know how you'd do that so maybe that's art in itself isn't yeah it? maybe that's the uh i don't know if that's the soundtrack to my life but that's <laughs> the uh, it's the opposite of the soundtrack to my life
0: what are you reading right now
1: I read lots and lots of comics online. Oh, dear? Like an impossible number of comics.
0: And, and why comics?
1: Uh, I've, it's a fantastic Escape. storytelling medium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's very closely aligned to m- movies. So you're telling stories. Well, I'm, I'm
0: the world's biggest Marvel fan. So, yes. Ah, uh, there me. you go.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, well, I'm a Marvel Zombie. Yeah. Well, um, there you go. So, comics, they they tell stories in ways that are different to what you can do in a novel and different to what you can do in a movie. They kind of have elements of both. I, I love movies. I love novels yeah. as well. I have a pile of 30-odd books next to my bed, all of which I'm reading, yeah. <laughs> um, right. and, but haven't read, finished any of them.
0: I think it's funny because I, I ask, we ask that question a lot, and for me, reading a book is about... Getting a piece of information out of a book at a particular point that you need it as opposed to reading a book from cover to cover. So it is, yeah, it's an interesting one. All right, last question. What is your best dad joke?
1: I come from an absurdist humor background. So my favorite joke is what's the difference between a duck? Its left front legs are both the same. Well, that's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) It's my favorite joke. (laughs) It means it's... Uh, Genuinely, it's surrealist comedy. <laughs> thank you very much for no for joining
0: us today. It's it's actually been really enlightening. I've learned definitely learned a few things, which is great, and how to tell a story in the thank sales you. world. Um, you can always use a couple of stories to try to get you over the Absolutely. line. Absolutely, definitely works. Yeah, no. which is great. But yeah, thank you very much for joining us. And uh, we'll, yeah hear from you soon. Thank you once again for joining us here at Creating Synergy. It's been great spending this time with you. Please jump onto the Synergy IQ Facebook page where the discussion continues after the show. Join our mailing list so you'll know what's happening next at synergyiq.com.au. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And if you really enjoyed it, please share it with your friends.